everybody, welcome back to the Pursuing Excellence podcast. I'm your host, Jaden, here today with Coach Adam Carter at Grayson High School. Um, Coach, I want to say thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Really appreciate your time and um, look forward to doing this with you today. Yeah, man, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Um, so, Coach, how's everything going? Uh, everything going good with you guys? Yeah, we uh, just now got done. Obviously, uh, come back from spring break, and week before that, we've done our our uh, kind of our winter testing, coming off of working out, obviously, since January. And, you know, we had a, we were able to have a long season this year, so it feels like we just got done. And, you know, now it's time to get ready for spring practice. So uh, a lot going on, and uh, but everything's going good. Guys are, guys are working hard and uh, just trying to get ourselves ready, man. Yes, sir, absolutely. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, Coach, so the listeners can get to know you better, um, you know, County, uh, Dallas, Georgia. I played high school football there, um, and uh, my whole family still lives there for the most part. Some of them scattered out just a little bit, but that's home. And uh, I was able to to play at Maryville College in Tennessee, and then I transferred and finished my last three years at, at West Georgia, which were great times. Man, I learned a lot of ball, met a lot of great people there, and then I kind of got into coaching and went back home to Baldwin County. They gave me my first job, um, and uh, and then started to move around a little bit and try to chase a dream and those kind of things and uh, landed a uh, job at South Carolina State with uh, my DB coach from college and, and then got on at uh, Camden County and I kind of, kind of, I guess, pushed my career a little bit. That's where I learned the most football and, and learned how to do things with Coach Heron and uh, spent some time in South Georgia at Camden about Austin and head coach at Bravel and then kind of got back north and um uh, was able to go twelve and one at, at Creekview in our year there, and uh, and then landed this job at Grayson, and so uh, it's a good job here. Uh, I've got a really, it's a really good football school. They they care about athletics, they care about academics. I got a great admin, and yeah. uh, I'm married. I got um, my little man still is sixteen months old next week, wow. uh, and uh, <laughs> you know, and so that's the only one we got, and I just. Trying to enjoy life, man, and getting older, trying to enjoy what we got. Yes, sir, absolutely. Um, and, you know, like I say, um, you guys <laughs> one of the best uh, football programs in the state of Georgia, if not the entire country. And, you know, it's just, I mean, you guys have been this way over um, the last, I mean, a long, as long as I can remember, um, you know, just dominating 7A. And so um, I just want to tip my hat off to you guys for the program you guys have built there at Grayson. Um, just, I mean, great players. Um Great coaches, you know everything. Just um, how you guys play the game is um, it's, it's really well. Uh, so just want to tell you that, coach. But um, how how did you get? So tell us, coach, about the process. How did you get into coaching football? Like, how did you? When did you find out? You know, like, okay, this is what I want to do for a profession. I'll be honest with you, man. I don't know if if I know how to do anything else. Um, athletics <laughs> in general and, and football have just been what my whole life has revolved around. Uh, I just love the game. I, um, I was an average high school player and probably below average um, college player, but I was able to, to play there and get school paid for and those kind of things. And I think that just had to do with just how hard I worked and the, the love of the game I had and and this game has uh, given me a ton and allowed me to uh, to be the first one in my family to graduate college. Um, wow. And it, 
for the passion. Um, again, I really wasn't really interested in anything else. Uh, my buddies, you know, interested in business and engineering and all this other stuff. And really the only thing that I tell my kids this all the time, and I don't some people, it's just a little saying, I guess, but what yeah. makes your feet hit the ground in the morning? And, uh, and football is mine. And yeah, now I'm in the life, but football, I, my wife says it all the time. She's like, you get up in the morning and you're ready to go because you enjoy what you do. And, uh, this is, this is me, man. This is what I want to do. This is what my passion is, is to get back to, to young folks and to get back to the game. And, uh, just, just very, I'm very blessed to, to be able to do this in my opinion. And, uh, not everybody gets an opportunity to, uh, to, to be around quality men and quality kids and do what you love uh, right. on your on your normal nine to five. Uh, so very blessed. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, Coach, um, how how long have you been uh, the head football coach at Grayson? We just we just finished year two. Um, we uh, we were eleven and two our first year, um, and then we were fourteen and zero this past year, and we were able to to win the state championship this year. Yeah, and um, okay. So you said you uh, you coached at Creek um, Creekview. Am I correct? Before you yeah, landed this so job, 2018. Yeah, 2018. I was head coach there. Um, Doctor Mark Murgis, um, great man. He was the principal there. Gave me an opportunity to, to be a head coach again after I was leaving about Asta. Um, he didn't know me and trusted me with that program and. I hit it at the right time with a, a great group of seniors and a great community. Uh, that's the job you you go to. Um, if I'd been at any other point in my career, I would have I would have retired there. Uh, it's a great place with great people, but you know I want to win and uh, I wanted a chance to win it all. Yeah. And when schools like Grayson come calling and give you an opportunity, I, I think you have to at least uh, you got to give it a shot. And so that's kind of what brought me here. Of course, yes, absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you say, you know, if a team <laughs> like Grayson gives you a call, um, yeah, like I mean, you know, just like you, I'm answering that phone, <laughs> um, you know, because I mean, like I said, great program there, and uh, it's been that way, you know, for a long time, and just, um, you know, I mean, great group of players you guys kind of have come in every year, and uh, like you said, you guys won a state championship this year. So, coach, um, I want to ask you. How would you say your relationship with Jesus Christ affects your personal, your professional life, you know, leading young men in the sport of football? Just talk about that for a second. Well, I think that in our profession, man, you've got to have something to lean on and something to hang your hat on. Um, you know, there's going to be so many, so many different things that happen in a day, um, dealing with kids and dealing with young people in general that you've got to have a, a faith to, to fall back on and you've got to have, um, you know, a, um, you got to walk a line to where it gives you a, a background of how to handle situations and stuff that you trust in and, and that kind of thing. And so being able to have that relationship, be able to, to show our kids here um, that as a coaching staff and, and we don't push, you know, as a coach and in public school, it's, it's a little bit different than, than what you're accustomed to at, at Eagle Valley Christian. But, um, you know, we give our kids and we give our coaches opportunity to to learn their faith a little bit more, to dive into it a little bit more and to, to find those challenges that they have in life and, and to figure out that that other avenue that not always talked about in, in the public school setting that, that they have, um, you know, we're able to 
a lot of schools and, and public school have, you know, the FCA, we have some called AG3 that come in and talk to the coaches and talk to our kids. Right. And, you know, that relationship, when times get tough, man, you got to have something to, to, to hang your hat on. Absolutely. Uh, and when, when people start doubting you, when people start doubting what you're doing and when challenges are thrown your way, you know, if you don't have you don't have that relationship and you, you don't have that in your heart, you know, of, of kind of somebody to, a different source to pick you up uh, and get you back going. Again, this life can be hard, man. Uh, I mean, it, this is a stressful profession and to be able to bounce back home and to be a good father to my, to my little man and, and husband to my wife and those kind of things, you know, you, you ain't doing it yourself. There's a, that's definitely how power to lead that way. Absolutely, Coach. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. And, you know, being a player, um, you know, I've coached, I'm about, I played football since I was about maybe four years old. And just, you know, I love the game. And, and I feel like, you know, over the years that I've gotten older playing this wonderful game, um, it, you know, not only teaches you, uh, you know, physical things and, um, you know, uh, of that nature, but it also teaches you, I feel like, you know, to just working hard every day, getting up, you know, because, you know, like, uh, like all sports, you know, you, you, you get out what you put into it. So, you know, it teaches you, you know, if you want, you know, this or this or this, you know, from football, you've got to put the work in, you've got to um, be consistent, um, you know, and just all those things. And I think always it falls back on Christ because he gave us this wonderful game to um, glorify him and be stewards um, for him through this game. Um, you know, just uh, having a brotherhood with your teammates, your, you know, um, your coaching staff, everything like that. Um, just a group of guys band together, um, going out, having fun, playing the game, um, coaching the game, um, all for the glory of God. That's why way I see it. Um, and just so I love I love it. I love the fact that we can glorify him through this game. Um, so it's just I'll tell our kids all the time, this is to me this is one of the last things that that we have left in society that challenges you mentally, physically, everything you got. Absolutely. And it deep deep down in your heart. And uh, and that's the same thing you're talking about, man. It's it's about challenges, it's about overcoming things, it's about adversity, it's about growing as a person, um, it's about growing your faith, it's about all those things. And I think this game is again one of the last things we have in society that that really dives into all those aspects. Uh, whether we talk about our home, our mantra last year was fourth and one, well. We want to live our life like that a little bit and uh, get yeah. the most out of it. And uh, again, this so not, but we we try to we try to push our kids and we try to grow them. And you know, we do we do different uh, you know things to allow them to to grow that relationship and to you know to to pique their interest. I guess you know, as young people, um, you know, that I've dealt with, it's it's not something that 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 relationship. Is not something that's always talked about, and right. uh, and they they may even me growing up, you know, I, I never, I never was a uh, my family um, or was a spiritual family, but we didn't attend church all the time. It's not something we talked about much. The first time that I really dove into it and, and started to figure things out was with my high school coaches and our FCA guy and our pastor that came in and talked to us and it opened up that avenue for that relationship for me. And so I remember the, the day that, that, that I accepted Jesus into my life. And, and I remember like it was yesterday. And yeah. it was a Friday, it was a Friday night pregame meal uh, and the, the message that was sent. And um, and so again, you know, to give, to give different avenues to young men and just to help them grow as it, young men and as humans uh, is a big part of what we do. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Coach, like you said, you guys went 14 0 this year. Um, you won the state championship. If you could just sum up, you know, the whole season for you guys, and um, especially, you know, having to deal with the uh, adversity give, um, given to us by the coronavirus and how that impacted everybody around the country, you know, you know slowing things down a little bit. It just So, talk about that and how you guys went into the year and um, just sum up um, how the season went for you guys. You know, it was the most um, interesting season I've ever had in my life. I yeah. don't think we'll ever – I hope we don't ever have another season that is, uh, similar to this one. But, you know, I don't know if anybody really knows what athletic program – not just football, but athletic programs across the country actually went through because they weren't really behind the doors. I mean, even – like for us, you know, with the stipulation and stuff, we had 150 kids a day we were trying to to get into workouts, and it could only be nine kids and one coach. And right. in order to do that, I mean, we had guys that were, you know, you could only have nine on campus at one time. We had nine at elementary school down the road, nine here in the weight room, parents having to drive back and forth. Our kids didn't dress out in the locker room except for Friday night the whole season. They left their stuff in the hallway so we could clean that spray down. You know, you're doing, you're changing the workout so that um, they're doing lifts that they don't have bad spotters for, so that the weight never got heavy until end of July and August. Um, you know, the 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 checks every day when they get here, wearing masks in the office, wearing you know in the weight room, looking with a mask on. I mean, yeah. those challenges were crazy, but. You know, that's just the football side. You know, think about when these kids go home. You know, there were some of them. I had kids, seniors that, you know, missed a couple of weeks because they were scared because they had, you know, family members at home that, you know, were, um, you know, more uh, apt to, to get this stuff and, um, you know, for different reasons. But they, and so they stayed home. Um, you know, you got kids that are digital now. They're trying to work on football and weights and still do school. And yeah. that adversity, I think, and I told people back in August when we were trying to get going, I said, I think this year the state, whoever wins the state championship this year is going to be the kind of last man stand who can kind of withstand everything that happens along with the season. Absolutely. You know, you, you deal with, you deal with things that happen during a football season every year. But you don't necessarily deal with on a Thursday afternoon. You get a phone call that your start three safety is uh, tested positive. Then you gotta go. You gotta go check people and see who's wow. you know contact. The next thing you know, you got five starters out going into a Friday game. That don't happen all the time. Yeah. And uh, so our kids did a great job. My, I'm telling you, our Lynette County in general, our admin, our county AD work with our schools. They work with our our uh, in school ads and then. What the communication was great just to give our kids an opportunity to play. And so, uh, kudos to those folks. Kudos to our parents who, our parents had to trust us, man. You know, to trust, uh, coaches that were to, to, for sending their kids here, dealing with all this other stuff, you know. So that, that was a big trust that the parents put in our coaches. And it was a unique year. Uh, we, we figured out a way to make it through it. Um, but again, I hope we don't have to ever do anything like that again. Yeah. Coach, I'm right there with you. And as a player, like you said, it was this might have been um, one of the most challenging, you know, football seasons I've ever been a part of um, in my, you know, 12 plus years, 13 plus years of playing this game. And, you know, and like I say, same thing, like you said, you know, different protocols we have to um, to follow and different things like this. 
Um, we didn't even have to get to have spring practice. Didn't get the spring game. And so um, going into the year, you, know, you lose that time together. And so it, it, it was a different year. And, uh, you know, everybody's season you know, turned out differently, everything. And so um, but just the fact that we were able to have a season and just, um, you know, have that camarader- camaraderie with everybody. I just thank God for. Um, so but uh, coach, so um, and speaking on that note, what, what are you looking most looking forward to for um, next season for you guys at Grayson? So um, that's really all I have for you today, Coach. I appreciate you coming on the podcast with us and um, you're sharing your insight on things and um, getting to know more about you and you guys up there at Grayson. I uh, want to wish you guys uh, good luck next season. Um, I know you guys are going to do it again. <laughs> um, and uh, just want, yeah, thank you for your time, Coach, and you have a great day. Yes, sir, Coach. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Have a good day. All right, guys. That was Coach Adam Carter at Grayson High School. He's been a coach there on the last um, last year. This will be his second season of coming in, you know, with Grayson. So he's done a great job up there. I um, want to appreciate him coming on the podcast today. I want to appreciate you guys for listening and um, tune in for the next podcast of Pursuing Excellence. I'll see you guys later.